knocks you off. And there's nothing I can do about it. So I just want you to understand that if I'm in the middle of saying something and all of a sudden you hear a weather update, uh, that's just how it is. I, I will keep talking. You'll have to kind of gauge where we are in that, but that's just, you know, where things stand. So uh, hopefully you will understand that, and uh, I have to do the same thing. So there you go. Um, today, Jenny Rowland, the Gator Gymnastics coach, uh, had a chance to talk to her. Uh, you can also see the interview tonight on TV20 uh, during the 6 o'clock newscast. Uh, so want to make sure that you can see it and you'll be able to hear it uh, today. Also, Mark Dukes with Ole Miss Basketball will tell us about the Rebels. Gators play them tomorrow. And then uh, my buddy Mike DiRocco, D-Rock, who covers the Jags, will be here. And uh, he'll tell you about some of the happenings already with the Jaguars because there's some people who don't have jobs today with the Jaguars. Um, how about Michigan? How about two running backs just really doing a number uh, on Washington. And today, as you call in, let's do an informal poll, okay? Does Jim Harbaugh go to the NFL, he's 60 years old, or does he stay with Michigan? My vote, he's gone. He's gone. He has accomplished I mean, look, could he be a Michigan man and, you know, stay there for the balance of this and, you know, ride into the sunset with Michigan? That is certainly a possibility. No, no question about that. Um, but I still think, I believe I'm correct in this. I believe there's only three coaches who've ever won a national championship and an NFL title. I know Jimmy Johnson's one of them. I think there's three. So I think Jim Harbaugh wants to do that. So uh, we'll see. Also today, after you heard Scott Strickland yesterday, and there was a lot of social media buzz uh, after his uh, appearance yesterday, something struck me. I understand <clears throat> that... Gator fans are frustrated. I understand Gator fans don't understand why schools like Ole Miss and Kentucky have seemingly bypassed Florida. I, I understand that. But I'll say this for Billy Napier, and I want to see if you agree. He's making changes. They just hired Jake Sankel, who is going to be the director of football nutrition and an assistant strength coach. He comes from the NFL, from Washington. It looks like Florida's going to hire Auburn's defensive coordinator, Roberts, who is supposedly a mentor to the young Austin Armstrong. So give Billy Napier this. He felt, sensed, figured out, whatever the word you want to use, that there were issues here that needed to be addressed, and he's at least 
addressing them. It'd be one thing to sit back and do nothing. But he apparently, well, he has done something. So does that give you any confidence at all that Florida is on the right track? It does for me. It really does. I I do think this will help. So on a day that there isn't a great deal uh, going on, we hope that you will talk with us. 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. By the way, uh, UF weather forecaster Megan Borowski will be here at the top of the 1 o'clock hour to update you on what could be some nasty weather uh, this afternoon. I always appreciate Megan um, doing that. So uh, she'll be here as well. Mark says, Harbaugh's always rubbed me the wrong way, and I was pulling for Washington last night. But there's something cool about watching a head coach win a natty at his alma mater. Well, not a head coach toward the end of the game on Saturday against Kentucky. The camera showed a lot, a shot of Torian Green sitting on the bench. You could just see via his body language just how dejected he felt. I think that playing and coaching at your alma mater means more. Um, yeah, I mean, I think in, yeah, sure it does. Yeah, but, but look, I think you're going to be just as disappointed with the outcome of the game if Torian went to Louisville as opposed to Florida. But, but, but Mark, I think you're right in general um, that if you play and coach at your alma mater, it means more. I, I agree with that. Mike says, I love how the media has given the Michigan players a pass on not knowing about the cheating involved and having access to their opponent's plays. The line is they didn't know and they received no benefit, what a crock, to impart this information would have involved a complete overhaul of Michigan scouting report sessions and walkthroughs. Their content would have also had to have been significantly more specific. Whether the players knew or didn't know, anyone who's ever played knows they benefited greatly. If I was a player, I'd have most certainly something known something was up. By definition and action, Michigan's title is tainted. Anybody agree with that? Now, here I think is going to be what's interesting. I think at this point, what do we know about what happened? Let, let's Whether you like Harbaugh, don't like Harbaugh, what do we know? Some dude was stealing signs, right? Is, is that the extent of what we know? If that is the extent of what we know, please don't be naive enough to tell me, because I know for a fact other schools do it. Now, not in the way Michigan did it. It's just like stealing signs in baseball, okay? There's no rule that says you can't steal signs. If you're good enough to look and steal a sign, fine. The way Michigan did it, I get it. So the question becomes, do they find out more about that? And do I think, if let's, let's just assume all that's out there is true. This guy was representing Michigan. He went to all these games. Would you yank the title? Would you yank the title because of that? Sam says, Harbaugh's gone. No need to stay in college anymore with the impending heat coming to the Michigan program. I found it interesting last night how both offenses did a lot of pre-snap movement, similar to what Napier's doing. Obviously, the talent has to be in place to win games. 
hoping fans see that the pre-snap offenses are doable. They are doable. And I think that is something, Sam, you're seeing at every level, even in the high school level. You're seeing you know pre-snap motion because that does. And you saw last night there were times with pre-snap movement. Both teams had coverage blows. They just didn't do their job because of the pre-snap movement, not sure who they were covering. So that can be a really, uh, really good thing. Uh, Chris says, I don't think uh, he's a long, okay, he's basically saying he doesn't have confidence in Napier. He can hire all the people he wants. Uh, he's still the head coach. If he's still the head coach, uh, then Florida will not win. Okay. And then Harold says just the opposite. Uh, he has to prove to me he can win, but I do at least like some of the changes he's making. I agree with you, Steve. Changes had to be made. This is a good starting point. Okay. Byron, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, just enjoying the show, man. Love your callers yesterday, and I, I want to echo something D said. I always try to stay positive, but uh, I, I don't know what's going on with the free throws. Steve, you know, back in the day, they made us run suicides or something, but I don't know how you do it now, but those guys just need to concentrate. Um, I think that's how Achilles heel. I think he might have used that term, but uh, I hope they, they, they get it right. And I think if they can get the free throws in the hope in the 80s or somewhere, I don't know where they're at now, but they, they can do it. And real quick, Steve, I'm looking forward to D-Rock. You know, yesterday I did mention the offensive and defensive line. I don't know if it's the money that Jack's spending. Uh, it, uh, you know, they got uh, the, 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 the GM – Bulky, uh, what's the problem up there? And uh, they got rid of uh, a running back coach and a defensive guy. We, I guess I'm sick of that too, but uh, maybe just touch on that, man. And where did they go, man? Because they ought to fix this, even with the draft or something. Thanks, Steve, and go Gators. All right, Byron, thank you. Hey, Tony, what's up? Hey, Steve, what's up, man? Hey. Um, you know, again, yesterday, uh, you know, it's kind of like how we talked about, right? Michigan was just going to ram it down their throats, and it all came down to the panics that showed up. And the one that showed up was the one that we were saying was so inconsistent. Um, I thought he really hurt himself yesterday with the draft prospects, Steve. Um, either he was hurt or he was, or he just got really shooken up by that pass rush. But he was falling back, drifting on all of his throws. He was high on so many throws. And with the domination that Michigan had in that game in the first half, we were only a couple of Penix throws away from having one heck of a ball game. Mm -hmm. I mean, he missed a couple of guys that if he hits them, that is a totally different narrative to that ball game, Steve. Um, so, you know, congrats to Michigan. In my book, I'm not a big, you know, fan of what happened with the cheating thing, but, you know, they were suspended. I'm a baseball guy, Steve, so sign stealing is kind of a thing in our sport in baseball. So, you know, I'm not too much of – the thing of hold them, you know, uh, take their titles away or whatever. They earned it on the field. Um, great defensive performance, by the way. Um, so I thought it was a pretty good game. But the Penix, uh, poor kid, man. I felt pretty back. I thought he hurt himself in the draft. Uh, what do you think? You know, I just looked at uh, some mock drafts today. I'm going to pull up the CBS Sports one. It's the one I looked at last. Um, Penix is the number eight pick in the draft to the Atlanta Falcons, according to this mock draft. 
Wow, we'll see if that sticks. Oh, it won't stick. We'll it won't stick. Yeah. I, I mean, there'll be there'll be 500 of these incarnations between now and, you know, April. <laughs> but it is interesting, you know, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, uh, and then Penix. And the guy that I'm kind of interested to see where he goes is J.J. McCarthy. You know, is he mm-hmm. going to be, you know, a first-round type guy? You know, he strikes me as being, lack of a better term, sort of a game manager, although he can do a lot of things with his legs. I, I, agree. I don't know. I mean, I, if I were him, depending on what's going to be at Michigan and the football stays, et cetera, I'm not sure I'd go out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, real quick, just to change the real fast before you guys go on the first break, um, the confidence in Billy with all these changes, you know, it's pretty clear that going into his third year, Billy, for the most part, botched his coaching hires. Um, I think, you know, that's uh, pretty clear. But the thing that concerns me the most, Steve, is the strength and conditioning. I don't know if you heard or, or saw the Princey Human Meal and Exit interview I did. with one of the recruiting sites. Boy, he really slammed the strength and conditioning program, Steve. And that is one when you get it wrong, even they brought in Fitzgerald, and I think Fitzgerald is a great hire, Steve, but the strength and conditioning program, it usually takes about a year for you to see the results from that new guy. And you know, and we know how important this third year is, man. So botching that strength and conditioning hiring, um, to me, that's going to be real hard to uh, get over that hump. Steve. So we'll see, man. Hoping okay. for the best. Yep. All right, Steve, Thank you, Tony. Care. Yep, appreciate your call. 1216, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Anchored in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Consider helping a really great charity in the state of Florida, in Palatka. It is a place I've been telling you about for a while now, the Rodever Boys Ranch. They house at-risk young boys from difficult and tough home environments. They help get their lives back together, and you can help in that endeavor. They need your donation of unused or unwanted vehicles of any kind, a car, a boat, an RV, a motorcycle, just about any kind of vehicle. They'll take it off your hands, and your donation is a tax-deductible donation. They take the vehicles, they fix them, they resell them, and then this helps them get their lives back together by teaching them real-life skills. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle, please send a donation to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org, rbr.org to find out more. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. When Daphne and I got married, and I've had so many problems with my teeth over the years, she just guided me right in here, and and, uh, they are truly wonderful. There was absolutely no one else to go to but Exceptional Dentistry for him. No one else. Since I had had my teeth worked on in so many different places in the world and so many things done, I had about two-thirds of my teeth were bad. Plus, I had a couple plates, so he removed all my teeth and put in implants. So, brand new again. This is, this is more like having my teeth back again. It, life is pretty normal. They're the best. 
that's it. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. A new year comes with new hope, new optimism. It's time to start fresh and look ahead. At International Diamond Center, we're excited to be a part of your special moments in the new year. We've expanded our selection for 2024. Our diamond inventory has never been better. All sizes, all shapes. Real, natural, precious diamonds at the best direct importer prices. And it doesn't stop there. We're showcasing all the new styles and trends in engagement rings and fashion jewelry. Inspired and created by the world's premier designers. No one has more fashion-forward jewelry than IDC. Plus, our Swiss watch collection is mind-blowing with a fabulous selection of pristine pre-owned Rolex watches. So as you look ahead and plan for a new year, remember International Diamond Center. Locally owned, internationally connected with a staff of non-commissioned experts who will guide you every step of the way. Welcome to 2024. Let IDC help you celebrate what matters most in the new year. Your love. International Diamond Center in Celebration Point. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Get started. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PATRICK. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PATRICK. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms and responsible gaming resources. The WRUF Radio app, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 981 FM at 850 AM, WRUF. Well, for those who think the Gators should get an offensive coordinator, get somebody to call the plays other than Billy Napier, Auburn is doing just the opposite. Hugh Freeze, who is a pretty darn good play caller, he did it at Arkansas State. He did it at Ole Miss. He did it at Liberty. Hired Philip Montgomery last year, and they finished 11th in the SEC in scoring. He apparently is going to, again, be the primary play caller. So we'll see. So he bucks the trend that some want to see of coaches hiring offensive coordinators. And I think it just really depends on each scenario. By the way, ESPN's way too early top 25. Have you seen it? When you do this, look at the Gator schedule. Number one, Georgia. I agree. Number two, Texas. Number three, Oregon. 
Number four, Alabama. So three of the top four in the SEC. Five, Ohio State. By the way, do you see where Judkins from Ole Miss apparently is going to go to Ohio State? Yeah. Uh, six, Michigan. Seven, Ole Miss. Think about that. Ole Miss is number seven, and they just lost maybe the top running back in the SEC. Again, Florida plays three of the top seven teams in the way-too-early top 25 poll. Missouri. How about Missouri? Number eight, Arizona. Former Gator Jed Fish coaching the Wildcats. Number nine, rounding out the top ten, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Elsewhere, number 11, Washington. Number 12, Penn State. Number 13, Utah, primarily because Cam Rising is back for his 23rd year at quarterback at Utah. Uh, out all last year. Remember, remember the beginning of this past football season? I'm fighting the cold here. When we were discussing would he play in game one? Never played a down. Weird. Number 14, LSU. Number 15, Oklahoma. Number 16, FSU. Number 17, Tennessee. Number 18, Oklahoma State. Number 19, Clemson. Number 20, NC State. Number 21, Kansas State. Number 22, Louisville. Number 23, Kansas. Kansas in the top 25. The world is spinning. SMU, number 24, and Iowa. Iowa with a historically bad offense, averaging 15 points a game, which ranked next to last in the entire FBS, and they won 10 games and won the Big Ten West. They, they can't be worse. I'm not sure the defense will be as good, but they cannot. They cannot be worse offensively. So, again, look at the Gators' schedule and see how many of those teams Florida plays in 2024. Um, And then did you see this? Alabama is going to be in search of a new defensive coordinator. Kevin Steele is going to retire. He'll be 66 uh, and... He completed, ready for this, his 40th year of coaching. 13 years in the SEC. Uh, and he did a good job. Crimson Tide second in the SEC in scoring defense this year and in the top 16 nationally. And for those who don't know, he played at Tennessee. Yeah, so we'll see. Now, Charlie Strong was on Saban's staff this year as an analyst, I wonder, if um, he would be considered for the job. We will see. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Bill has an email. Says, I'm a Jags fan. Can't wait wait to hear Mr. Duraco. Mr. Duraco? He said, boy, did they collapse. Um, I, I think the coach there is the right guy. Glad to see him making changes. Think about it. Most of the time when you make changes, you have a bad year. They weren't horrible, but it's the way they collapsed when they had that division one, 
That's that's the trouble. 1227 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Mike will join us next to talk about the Jags, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Dave Ray's Automotive, we get the bugs out of your car. Where are you heading this year? No matter where your travels may take you, you want to get there safely and securely. And that means knowing your vehicle is up for the challenge. Hi, Steve Russell here. Don't roll the dice with the chain stores. Take your vehicle to the same place I do. Dave Mays Automotive. People in the area have been trusting Dave Mays Automotive since they opened their doors way back in 1975. Imports, domestics, diesel, fleet service, they can handle anything from engines, AC and heating, transmissions, tires, brake service, and more. And don't forget about their famous bug check. They go over your entire car, making sure there's no nasty surprises waiting for you. Dave Mays Automotive is at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542, 802-341-4542, 802-341-4542, 802-341-4542, that's 802-341-4542. Hard Rock Bet presents Legal in Florida. You can bet the game on Hard Rock Bet, no more betting inside your head. Get a no regret first bet up to $100 when you sign up now. Offered by the Seminole Tribe of Florida. Must be 21 and over and physically present in Florida to wait. Terms and conditions apply. Concerned about gambling? Please call 1 888 admit it. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A tornado watch is in effect for North Central Florida until 6 o'clock tonight. A squall line of strong thunderstorms is tracking toward our area, and it could produce damaging straight-line winds between 60 and 80 miles an hour, and a few tornado spin-ups as well. This squall line will move from northwest to southeast through North Central Florida during the later part of the afternoon and into the evening. Conditions settling down from northwest to southeast tonight. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. It's a plane! It's a plane! The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah! Why would you want to play for Bill Belichick if you're not winning? I mean, it feels like he's going to coach for two more years, maybe three more years. He's going to surpass Don Shula in the all-time victory list. Uh, you know, probably in two years he'll be able to do that. I just want him to coach. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We're proud to be your home for Gators basketball. 
You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Thank you, Mr. Sean Kelly. Well, the NFL is swift. When seasons end, coaches sometimes lose their jobs. Assistant coaches sometimes lose their jobs. Or, in the case of the Jacksonville Jaguars, the head coach stays, but uh, other things are done. Mike DiRocco joins us now, who covers the Jags for ESPN, ESPN.com. DiRocco, it was, I mean, look, if you look at the record, you know, 9-8 and eight isn't awful, but that, that doesn't hold water. The, the collapse at the end... Uh, was tough to see if you're a Jags fan. You talked when you were with me earlier in the year about their offensive line and some issues, and boy, they came back to roost, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, people people always want one reason for anything that happens in a football season or, or anything. It's like, why did that happen? And, and people always want one reason. And, and, you know, Steve, it's never one reason. But if you were telling me, I needed to rank the reasons why this season was not good and why they had to collapse. Um, you know, I would talk about Trevor Lawrence's turnovers, which were unacceptable. I would talk about the missed tackles on that defense and the fact that they just got bullied around, uh, you know, at times, and the fact that they were blowing assignments on defense on a regular basis, and the fact that the offense was just not good in the red zone. But the number one thing I would point to for this season going down the toilet is the offensive line, especially the interior. All you have to do is watch the end of that Titans game the other day to know exactly what this team thinks about the offensive line, or at least what head coach Doug Peterson and offense coordinator Press Taylor. It's third and goal from the one. They don't turn around and hand the ball off to Travis Etienne to get him to go up the middle to go into the end zone like 90% of the teams did. They call a rollout pass to the right. On fourth down, even though Trevor Lawrence ad-libbed and tried to do the stretch-out play to get the ball over the goal line, if you look at the offensive line, it was going to be a run to the right because right guard Brandon Sheriff um, pulls and starts running to the right. So they weren't even going to try and go up the middle. So it's Third and one, fourth and one, your season's on the line. You need one yard, and they didn't even trust that offensive line to try and get one yard in the most critical point of the year. So that tells you how bad of an uh, an issue that was. Yeah, uh, and obviously that's going to be a point of emphasis in the offseason here. Um, how badly do you think Lawrence was injured You know, toward the latter part of the year? Did that affect him in, in terms of turnovers and that's, that sort of thing? Yeah, I think it did. Um, by the end of the, like in Sunday's game, the only thing that was bothering him was the shoulder. It was still a little bit sore, but you know, the knee was, was good and the ankle was good. But the problem was the last time he practiced completely fully with no limitations was December 15th. Mm. So, you know, that's the two days before the Ravens game. He gets the concussion, doesn't practice all week, goes down to Tampa Bay, doesn't play great. Um, you know, hurts the shoulder against Tampa Bay, doesn't play against Carolina, doesn't practice all week last week either, just on a limited basis, I should say, and then plays okay against the the Titans but misses some really critical throws at the end of the game. So it it impacted him for sure, no question. But 
you know, some of those injuries you can put on the offensive line. Some of them you can put on coaching. Why was Trevor in the game down 30 against the Bucks? Um, you know, and, and some of those things you can put on Trevor. But the bottom line is he wasn't great this year. And with that offensive line and the limitations on the team and the way that the defense kind of broke down a lot, they needed him to be great to have a chance to win. And he just wasn't able to be to get there, get to that level. Given all the things, D-Rock, we have talked about in what they didn't do or don't have, I mean, rosters always change in the offseason. I mean, this is still a very winnable division for the Jags, is it not? Yeah, I mean, although you have to be a little bit more concerned as a Jags fan because of what the Titans did with a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach and those uh, pass catchers there and and what the Colts did under Shane Steichen with, with a backup quarterback in Gardner Minshew. But, you know, the Titans are going to find out what the Jags found out this year, what it's like to play against first-place schedule. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's not like this, you know, they're automatically like, oh, gosh, you know, the Jags are going to be third in that division automatically. It's still a competitive division. And if they make some changes, which obviously they've started to do, and they address some personnel issues, then they can be competing for that title again next year, no question. Uh, when The places we've talked about, um, do you expect uh, attrition in terms of free agents? What does that look like with the Jags? Yeah, they're not going to have a ton of money available, but you know, the biggest thing is they're going to be able to clear some cap space to maybe make a run at a couple of mid-level free agents, especially on the offensive line. Like Brandon Sheriff, the right guard, you know, he's probably gone. Um, so that'll save them, I think, like nine, ten million. Uh Rayshon Jenkins, the safety, he's gone. Um, that's probably gonna save them, you know, six, seven million dollars. Um, you know, th- there's a possibility they could move on from Cam Robinson, the left tackle, although uh, I, I'm not sure that that's going to be a move they make, but they could, you know, they could save $15 million doing that. So there's an opportunity for them to, to create some space. You know, they've got, for a team that, you know, should have been in the playoffs, there's a lot of needs. Interior offensive line, interior defensive line, still need to find another pass rusher, still need to grab um, another, get another wide receiver that can become a playmaker for them because they're not going to have Kirk and, and Zay Jones beyond 2024, 2025 either. Um, you know, and you're probably going to need to find a couple of more corners because the corners on this team are, are, are just guys at this point. So, you know, you're going to have to do some of that through free agency and, and probably better off to, to draft the offensive linemen and maybe try and find some corners, mid-level corners in free agency or mid-level, um, you know, interior defensive linemen. Uh, but they've, they've got to make some changes. They've got to fix those areas there. Because if they don't, especially if they don't address that offensive line, it's going to be the same thing next year. And and you can't run it back a third year in a row. If they're in this situation next year, then there's going to be major changes. And I don't, you know, I'm not talking about assistant coaches. That that would put Doug Peterson firmly on the hot seat. Yeah, and put Trevor Lawrence's health uh, in jeopardy as well long term. Yeah. You know, I'm going to ask you something, D-Rock, totally off the rails here. I thought about you last night. I'm watching the Michigan game, and I, and I thought, okay, is this Harbaugh's swan song? Do you think he goes to the NFL? I do. I think um, he's going. Well, he's going to. Teams are going to come after him hard, and he's going to have to make. They're going to have to make him turn them down. Um, and and I look. 
the NIL stuff is crazy. We all know what that is and how that's impacting the game and the transfer portal. Um, there's a little bit more stability and free time as an NFL head coach in terms of not having to worry about recruiting your own players every month of every year um, and then traveling to mine that transfer portal. Uh, and he's got the national championship. So, you know, he's got that in the back pocket. I think we will see him in the NFL next year. Uh, Mike DeRocco, our guest here, covers the Jags, ESPN, ESPN.com. Uh, the playoffs are coming up now. Uh, as you look at the matchups, D-Rock, any upset that you see possibly happening? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm not... I'm not a believer in the Texans just yet. Um, you know, I think the Cleveland Browns defensively, even though, you know, they've got some issues there, guys are banged up. I, I think that's a pretty solid team offensively. And, and I like Joe Flacco's moxie and, and the guy that's, that's, you know, been at the highest level before. So uh, that's the one that I keep looking at. Um, I'm not real sure about the Chiefs anymore either. Um, you know, they just they just don't look right. That that group of receivers has been terrible all year. They led the NFL in drops. Um, you know, and, and everyone, you know, they talk about the elite quarterbacks being able to elevate everyone around them. And I believe Patrick Mahomes is an elite quarterback, but sometimes you're asking guys to do too much. Um, and I think that's where they are with him. You know, it's it's stop Kelsey and then deal with the rest of those other guys. You don't have to do anything special uh, to stop those other receivers. So, you know, I would think the Texans, you know, who are the four seed. Um, so I don't know how much of a, of a of an upset that would be, but I'm not a believer in the Texans completely, and I do think the Chiefs are going to get upset. Last question for you. Um, I, I think quarterback is the most important position in sports, not just football in sports and we see the teams that i mean look flacco's the exception i mean he here's a guy who you know was with the jets and couldn't you know he's the exception but don't you have to get that pick and that position right to be successful in this league yeah i mean and and here's the thing you you might you have to have it to to keep to keep your job as a head coach (laughs) and a gm you get you get one – you for sure get one bite at the apple. Sometimes you might get two. The opportunity, if that guy doesn't work, okay, we're going to go ahead and we'll go with this guy, um, which is something the Bears may be facing is Justin Fields, the guy kind of thing. But if you don't get it right, you're look, the Jaguars didn't get it right forever. So you, what you have in that scenario is you can have some sporadic success. You know, you put together really good defense. Everybody stays healthy. You know, the offense plays solid, mistake-free football for the most part. Uh, You make a couple of big plays here and there, and you can have sporadic success and be in the playoffs. But the teams that are in the playoffs all the time and the teams that are competing for championships all the time are teams with elite quarterbacks or at least really, really good quarterbacks. If you don't get it right, there's so so many other things you have to do right and have to fall into place for you to have consistent success. And that's really what it's about in the NFL, consistent success. It's great to have a year like the Jags did last year, but, man, you got to do it again and again and again. No doubt. Uh, as I always ask you, my friend, where can people see your work? 
uh, ESPN.com. Go to the NFL page, and you'll be able to find it all there. And uh, you can also find it on Twitter, or excuse me, X at ESPNDIROCCO. All right. Stay uh, well in this storm coming up, and I always appreciate your time, Mike. Thank you. Thanks, guys. You'll be safe down there, too. You got it. D-Rock, Mike D-Rock, joining us here uh, on Sports Scene. Lee says, about I mentioned about Billy Napier and your thoughts on the moves he's made. Uh, these off-season moves, strength and conditioning, nutrition, coaching hires, have moved Napier away from Muschamp and Mullen on the stubborn scale. He's recognizing things have to get better, and he's doing it. I think the Roberts hires a home run, coming in as a co-DC, linebacker and executive head coach, takes pressure off Armstrong. They needed a grizzled vet and youthful energy. Love the combo. Not a fan of hiring 30-year journeymen. It's the NFL model, but in this case, needed both elements. Chapman, Harris, Mike, Pete, A.A., Roberts, think we've got a quality staff. We're bringing in new energy and perspective without changing terminology or communication or game day the way you'd see it if you brought in the new D.C. altogether. I'm with you, Lee. I'm with, now, look, the ultimate test is going to be, you know, Wins and losses, but I do agree with you. 1244, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Coming up, Mark Dukes is going to talk Ole Miss basketball. That's Florida's next opponent, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. Okay, Thomas, Yeah, uh, we're going to take a break here. Come back. Stay with us. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. You know, a lot of times we take where we bank for granted. Eh, you go to the bank, you deposit your money, you take your money out. Well, that, that's true most of the time, but where you bank does matter. It certainly matters to me, and that's why I've stayed with the same bank for over 30 years. FICARE Federal Credit Union is the best place Florida health care workers and their families can do their banking. And I'm talking directly to you as a health care worker or a family uh, with a health care worker in it. You can start a new Christmas club now after spending all that money on the holidays. You can start one now to get ready for next year's holiday as well to soften the blow to your checkbook. And you can get a debt consolidation loan, and you can get you choose rewards with both debit card and low fixed rate platinum visa cards as well. Just some of the things you'll find at FICARE Federal Credit Union. You can find them online, FICAREFCU.org, FICAREFCU.org. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. 
This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Mary on Demand is live. Start your marijuana education journey today. Learn at your own pace and check out the Medical Marijuana Education Series. You decide what you'd like to learn and win with Mary on Demand. Visit mary.famu.edu. That's M-M-E-R-I.F-A-M-U.edu. And remember, recreational marijuana is still illegal in Florida. Mary, educate, learn, talk. The Home Depot makes it easy to shop and save on appliances in-store and online. Enjoy savings on top brands like GE, LG, Frigidaire, Whirlpool, and more. Find kitchen appliances with helpful features like customized organization and save time with laundry appliances that have faster wash and dry cycles. Shop now and get up to $450 off select appliances at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Pricing valid January 4th through 24th. Gas ranges and dryers extra. U.S. only. See store or online for details. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Ole Miss and Florida will take to the men's basketball court tomorrow in Oxford. And Mark Dukes, part of the radio team covering Ole Miss, now joins us to talk about their team. Mark, a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Um, well, uh, Ole Miss Glad went to, to be here. Yep, Ole Miss went to Tennessee and took one on the chin a little bit. Uh, Florida lost its home opener to Kentucky here. But I love the job Chris Beard has done. I mean, he's a proven commodity, Mark. What do you see, you know, after, you know, however many games of the year with this Chris Beard coach team? Well, I see a bunch of guys that have bought in really to his system, as he calls it, his culture. That's a big word over here right now, is adapting to the culture of uh, this uh, this basketball coaching staff. And I think this team's bought into that. Kind of ran into what I – you know, a buzzsaw in Tennessee, a great basketball team in their opener with a sellout crowd and just kind of dominated us in the second half. But but this team's already won more games than the team the entire year last year. So people are excited here. People are fired up about the Chris Beard era, and the crowds are coming, and uh, I think things are really looking up. Uh, if a Gator fan's going to watch this game, Mark, give me a couple of players to look out for some guys that have really helped Ole Miss out? Well, lately, Jamin Brakefield, 6'7", uh, senior from uh, Jackson, Mississippi, went to Duke originally, but he's been at Ole Miss the last three years. He's had four great games. And then you have Matthew Morrell, who's been here four years. His game's totally changed. Uh, he's shooting the ball really well. He's really active on defense. And then Al Flanagan, the transfer from Oregon, I mean Oregon, Auburn, who started three years at Auburn and uh, is just an athlete who makes plays both ends of the floor. Those three guys have kind of been the guys that have been carrying the load for Ole Miss. Um, when you mentioned, you know, culture, I think that's something that, you know, every coach wants to establish. But, you know, the hiring of Chris Beard, we all know what happened to him. I'm not going to go into that. Uh, Ole Miss took a chance to hire him, and the and the benefits have already been there so far. Um, 
what are some key Florida's a good rebounding team good team up front what are some keys for Ole Miss tonight or tomorrow you know, night, I'm sorry yeah one of the problems with that Ole Miss has had is rebounding. Uh, we've been out rebounded in in uh, several of the games we won. Actually, and we're uh, grossly out rebounded by Tennessee uh, on Saturday. So that that is one of the areas that he is constantly harping on. Now, one thing I think we the, the team does pretty well is they take care of the basketball. Their turnover uh, assist turnover ratio is really good. And they take care of the ball. They get good shots. Um, so that area is one of the good areas for, for this basketball team. And defensively, they're kind of a work in progress, uh, learning Chris Beard's system, which is not simple. And it's a new team with a, you know a lot of new guys. And that's still a learning process. This is a team that's getting better in several areas, uh, has has as the year progressed, gotten better and better. We hope that continues, obviously. Mark, how deep does Ole Miss normally go, or does it vary, you know, night to night? Well, really right now, it's pretty much an eight-man rotation, Steve. It's um, uh, occasionally a ninth guy for a minute or two, but mostly it's an eight-man rotation, uh, night in and night out. And so providing, a, you know, we've got pretty good depth at, in, in – at the five spot at the center, good depth on the wings and depth at, enough depth at the point. Depth has uh, kind of been a, a positive thing uh, since we've got the two guys eligible through the, uh, you know, the NCAA making the ruling on the, all the double transfers eligible. We picked up two guys that are really good players, and that gave us an eight-man rotation. Actually, if a, if a team, I'm sorry, if a fan watched Ole Miss play last year, Mark, and they watch Ole Miss play this year under Chris Beard, what's different? One of the big differences, I think, is the confidence level that the players have offensively this year. They're shooting the ball really well. Now, didn't shoot it great, but, I mean, Tennessee, to me, is probably the best defensive team in America, you know, uh, but didn't didn't have a great shooting night there. But against like Memphis, who's a great team, North Carolina State, UCF on the road. This team is shooting the ball with confidence. Their offensive game is kicked up a notch uh, since last year with with a a great level of confidence. I love this, Mark. The fact that Ole Miss has a seven footer, and I was on with Mark Wise yesterday, and he said, you know, I looked at the team picture. And here's Sharp at seven five, who just dwarfs over a seven footer. I mean, you got two seven footers on the team at seven five. What does Sharp bring to the table for Ole Miss? He, he is an excellent shot blocker, protector of the rim. Uh, has re, not quite rebounded as good as I think the staff would have hoped, but uh, he's he's change shots and he blocks shots and that's the biggest thing he gives and, and you know Steve one other addendum to that is we have the shortest player in America and the tallest player in America <laughs> on our team so we have a 5'5 five five Cam Brent and we have a 7'5 Jamarian Sharp so we, we have that that going that we have the shortest and the tallest player in America I'll on bet, our basketball team. I'll bet that sets some kind of record Mark I'm not too sure anybody's really done that in recent history um Last question for you. From a 
an offensive style? Uh, is it up and down? Is it more half court? What, what what do fans expect to see that way? Well, it's it's really more half court. I would have to label it that way. Although, given the chance, they will take the break and run with it. Uh, but it, it's more of a half court style offense. Uh, trying to get the ball in the hands of the key players in positions where they can score and have done a good job of that, really good job of that so far this season. Mark, I appreciate you talking Ole Miss. We'll see what happens tomorrow night when the Gators come into Oxford. Appreciate your time, Mark Dukes. Thank you. Thank you very much. You got it. Good guy. Mark Dukes, part of their radio broadcast team covering uh, Ole Miss men's basketball. Bobby's got a funny email here. He says, I finally figured out the new charge rule in basketball. <coughs> Excuse me. If the offensive player tramples the defensive player and he's awake and alert, it's a block. If he has to be carted off, <laughs> it's a charge. Uh, I hear you. Uh, Larry says, regarding the staffing changes Napier's making, is he doing this on his own or at Strickland's insistence? On his own. That's what I've been told. Um, UF softball opens of the month. We'll be having Tim Walton, perhaps a player or two, on your show. Walton, yes. Um, a player is always dicey um, just because of the way that works. But, yes, I've had Tim on for 20 or how many years he's been here to open the season, and uh, we are expecting to have him on again. Uh, Porter will end our hour. Porter, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention yesterday, the, the interview with Stick Strickland, uh, and talking about the success of the program. Remember, uh, just last year, we were the uh, Director's Cup champion, I believe, uh, best overall program. So uh, let's not forget that as in amongst the, the football and basketball, you know, down points. But um, that's certainly something that he gets credit for. Um, the, the, the tallest and shortest, you probably remember, uh, it was Sports Illustrated article but had Muggsy Bogues and I think it was Minute Bowl on the same team and it was just it was a hilarious picture do you remember that by chance uh, you guys standing side by side I don't remember the picture but I remember them yes and being on the same team yeah I mean it, it, you know, the, the, the irony of Muggsy Bogues was, was like thicker than, than Minute Bowl was anywhere but Minute Bowl literally looked like you know twice as, twice as tall but um uh Along those lines, do you think they could ever do like a throwback kind of a thing for the NBA uh, uh, All-Star Week? I'd like to see like a throwback and have the dunk contest. I think there'd be interest if you had no props, one person, uh, and, and you know, brought it back. Remember the day we had Dominique and we had you know, Spud Webb? I remember him saying, I can do any of the dunks they can do except for the, the, two, the two balls because I can't palm them. And, uh, you know, I... I think that would have interest. I know I would. I don't know if uh, you know that's you know because of me growing up and remembering it. But I think that would have uh, that that would resonate. I think with today's crowd. I know they you know they feel like they have to outdo before. But uh, if they were to have you know you know just use no props and do like that, I think uh, there'd be interest. Um, just gonna like get your opinion on that. I'll take yeah, it up here. Okay, Peter, thank better. you. Yep. Uh, I'll get Jerome real quick. Jerome, hi. What's up, Steve? How you doing? How you doing, Jerome? I ain't talked to you in a long time, Steve. I what's 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 going on today? I want I want to say how about them Cowboys, Steve? What you got to say about the Cowboys right now? Uh, we'll see what they do in the playoffs because that's how they're judged. Hey, Steve, when I listen to you, 
Um, can you give me an update on the, on the hires for the Florida team, the Florida coaches, coaches hires? I can't now because I got some guests coming on. Um, but I, I kind of mentioned it earlier on. Uh, it looks like they're going to hire Roberts from Auburn <clears throat> to uh, be on the staff, kind of a mentor to Austin Armstrong. That's the latest one. All right, I'll call back later. All right, Jerome, thank you. All right, thank you. Uh, And the Titans have just fired head coach Mike Vrabel after six seasons. How about that? Um, The NFL carousel spins. Coming up next hour, Jenny Rowland, the Gator Gymnastics coach. And then at the top of the 1 o'clock hour, what to know about the weather? Our Megan Borowski will tell you about it. Hour 2 of Sports Scene coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. UF Gainesville, W251CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. Seasons w- change, R- and with that comes the perfect time to buy a bass boat and make memories with family and friends. The weather's great for fishing and boating inshore and offshore. Polaris of Gainesville is your bass boating headquarters with a huge selection of boats. Save like never before on new Ranger or Nitro fiberglass bass boats powered by ultimate and reliable Mercury outboard engines. Get $10,000 off. You heard that right. Ten thousand dollars off and a two thousand dollar gift card along with a premium cover all three with no hassle no haggle pricing ranger bass boats are the pinnacle of perfection the highest standards and quality powered by the ultimate reliable mercury outboard engine the nitro fiberglass fishing boats are also powered by mercury marine represent quality and value and offering a value-packed boat that brings back the good old days of being out on the water polaris of gainesville has the number one selling aluminum protein 175 txw with a two thousand dollar inflation Buster discount. Stop in today. Polaris of Gainesville. US 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Nothing but net. He hit that from deep. That was from another time zone. If you weren't here, you wouldn't believe it. Not so fast. You can't experience the thrill of a game without being in the arena. Just talk to the pros at Electronics World. Electronics World? At EW, it's a slam dunk. They have all the best gear to give you a seat at midcourt in your own home. TVs and sound from Sony, Yamaha, Moran, with speakers by Bowers and Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Get started, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PATRICK. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PATRICK. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com football for eligibility and deposit restrictions. 
restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this uh, dark, rainy, uh, windy day here in North Central Florida. And that segues beautifully into Megan Borowski, UF weather forecaster, who's been so kind you hear it during football season, giving you the forecast for the games. Well, today is going to give you the forecast for what could be a rather nasty day here. So what do you got? Well, it's already starting to look nasty. I mean, the whole day we've been contending with wind gusts to about 35 miles an hour, 40 miles an hour along the coastline. So that is still plaguing us. And now the leading edge of our main storm system is starting to nudge into north central Florida. We've got a tornado watch in effect um, from Alachua County northward until about 6 o'clock tonight. This is a nasty squall line that's moving in. Earlier today, it barreled through the panhandle, um, and we actually had a potentially a strong tornado. Unconfirmed as of right now, but it's it will likely be confirmed by the National Weather uh, Service. But that moved through Panama City and uh, even northward toward the I-10 corridor earlier this morning. So those storms are now moving into our area. Uh, biggest threats are really going to be straight-line winds. Uh, 60 to 80 mile an hour straight-line wind gusts. So we could have hurricane-force wind gusts over the course of the the afternoon into the evening. On top of that, uh, some of these storms could have rotation embedded within the squall line, and so that means we could actually get a a couple of tornado warnings out out of this over the next several hours. So, you know, everybody, if you're listening in north central Florida, please just continue to monitor conditions. Have weather alerts enabled on your phone. And if you do get an alert issued for your area, please take it seriously and and get uh, into the lowest level of a sturdy building away from windows. These are serious storms. We already see damage in the panhandle. We don't want to have any catastrophes here in north central Florida. So just monitor the forecast and and take note of any warnings that are issued for us. Will this be a big rainfall event? Very good question. I was just going to get to that. Um, Thankfully... Because this is such a quick mover, we'll get a, a quick slap of heavy rainfall rates, but this should move through quickly. So the rainfall flooding is not the big concern here, um, which, you know, was for the past couple of storms that, that have come on through. But for this, the, the threat is um, the, the winds from this. With that, mm-hmm. um, I, it's very hard to determine this, but are you talking, because it's a quick moving front, yeah. right? Is it? Three hours, four hours. You know, sometimes it comes overnight. What are you look? What are you looking at there? Um, I would say, uh, you know, the the main portion of that squall line would be for about thirty, forty five minutes, maybe an hour of the worst stuff, and then we'll have the back edge of the line, which will have lighter rainfall rates, still gustier winds, but it, it's going to be for the course of maybe an hour and an hour and a half tops of the worst of it um and then it'll progress to our south and east but really for north central florida the the main timing right now that we're looking at uh, is anywhere from now for live oak um through about six o'clock tonight for uh, areas farther south toward ocala and the villages the best word i can describe for the weather that we've had and looks like we're gonna have is herky jerky it's like 75 and then it's like 60 and then it's 78 and then it's 50 is that just because of these fronts coming through that speaks to the strength of this storm right so we've got really tight um circulation we've got really strong winds around this storm so it's it's bringing in strong winds from the south and bringing in that warm air and then on the back edge of the system we're getting northerly winds because it's coming through exactly so then it's dropping the temperature so you'll notice that tonight actually last night quite interesting 
our temperatures actually rose, yeah. which is not normal, but uh, very warm and humid as you stepped out the door this morning. Tomorrow morning, we're looking at lows in the 40s. We'll be very chilly tomorrow afternoon. Again, we'll get to the 40s uh, by Thursday morning, get a little milder, but we're looking at another system by Friday. And then, unfortunately, looking like a week in advance, we could have a really big cold snap coming too too soon to look at the you know details of that. But we could be dropping uh, into the twenties. I overnight. saw that. I know, like in a week or so. It's right? an El yeah. Nino winter, Steve, and so we're going to continue to ride this wave of ridges and troughs, bringing in those extremes. But yeah. uh, you know, as it comes, we'll keep you updated. Okay, I always appreciate you. you Thank got you, it, Megan. Steve. Megan Borowski, UF weather forecaster, giving you the latest on this. And, and I'm going to echo what she said. Take this seriously. You know, a lot of times, uh, and, and look, we've been, knock on whatever this is, very fortunate sometimes that when a storm passes, we've, we've not borne the brunt of it, but you never know with these things. So heed warnings, keep active, and if something does happen, uh, I, Megan said it best, heed the warning and go and get safe. All right, let's get calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Hey, D, what's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, you know, Steve, anytime you guys want to send that cold weather about four hours south, let me know, man, because I'll, <laughs> I'll take it, man, because, uh, you know, summer will be here right before you know it, so you got to enjoy these, you know, these cold days. Oh, yeah, so, I'm with you. I like this. <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, football, basketball. Uh, last night, Steve, you know, when I was looking at that game, you know, you know, football's trying to, you know, turn into this 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 passing league, the fantasy football stats, the quarterback that throws for four hundred yards a game. But, you know, Steve, when it comes right down to the nitty gritty, man, it's still about the trenches and who can block one on one and who can impose their will on the on, on on the other team. And, you know, these last two games, Michigan has done that. Uh more so last night than the Alabama game, but you know, when you run for 303 yards, man, uh, you don't need to pass. And, you know, Michigan played big boy football, and Washington just wasn't up to it. Nope. And I, I thought Washington had a chance because early on they kind of hung around. And I thought, okay, they're hanging here. They're within striking distance. And let's face it, Penix was just okay. So I thought, okay, maybe they have a chance to do something here. But obviously – they just ran them down in the second half. Right, and I think you're going to see this approach in the NFL playoffs, Steve. I mean, the, you're going to play in some, you know, Buffalo-Pittsburgh. That's going to be a cold-weather game. That's not going to be a lot of passing, I don't think. Uh, you know, Kansas City-Miami is supposed to be like 14 degrees in Kansas City, so it's probably not going to be a lot of passing. So you're going to see these running games and these offensive lines uh, who can block. That That's going to be the, the story of the, uh, of the playoffs, so – Again, man, all the fantasy football stuff, that's great. But, you know, when it comes down to this time of year, man, it's all about who can control that line of scrimmage. So looking forward to that. Uh, basketball, right quick, Steve, uh, every Gator fan needs to be a Pitt fan tonight because they're playing Duke. Yep. So we need, we need uh, you know, the Pitt Panthers to win because we need to start getting uh, some of these teams to, to, that we've beaten to win against some big-time opponents. And, obviously, we need to take care of our business tomorrow night. Yeah, taking care of your own is – paramount but you want as because of the way this works you want teams you beat to be good so they become quad one wins and that's important when it comes to resume time for the ncaa yep agreed stay safe out there appreciate you d thank you for your call uh let's get another call here 
It's going to come from Ray. Hi, Ray. Hey, how you doing, Steve? Okay. Hey, I have a question about the Zach Tech Arena. Did the Gators team change sides of the court, or did they change the cameras? In the arena? Yes. You used to could see the Gator bench during the action, but now you can't see it. Uh, you know, where I sit... I don't notice that. I wish you'd ask that when Strickland was here. Scott was here yesterday. Um, maybe somebody can answer that that's listening because I don't know the answer to that. Okay. Second, on, uh, I've seen a lot of basketball over the years, and I don't think I've ever seen a Gator team hose like the women were at Vanderbilt Sunday. It was when you shoot 20 more foul shots than the other team, I don't think it's you know too good. Well, I think what happens, I did not see the game, so I'll, I'll qualify when saying that. But here's what I think happens sometimes, especially when you're the team that it happens to. When you see a differential like that, what's the first thing you see as a, as a homer? We got jobbed. We got jobbed. You know, the, their home court, I'm not saying that wasn't the case, but it isn't always the case. Sometimes the other team fouls more. That happens. But again, I'm, I'm asterisk with, by this because I did not see that. Well, I think I did. But anyway, has there been any update on Kyle's injury? Kyle. Yeah, the center for the Gator women. She got oh, oh, okay. No. Uh, I'm trying like crazy to get the head coach here. Um to discuss her team, so hopefully that's going to happen in a few days. Okay, I got one more question for you. The other day you mentioned that there would probably be no on-field coach for special teams. Do you think the same guy that was coordinating it this year is going to be doing it next year? Uh, probably. Well, if he they made a staff change in strength, so it's possible that could change. Possible. Okay, you just act like you know. You were certain that they were, weren't going to have a coach on the field. So. No, I, I mean, I, I don't I don't sense that. But remember, he's done this piecemeal, right? It isn't like, he, you know, he said, okay, here's the, you know, 10 changes we're making, and he announced it at once. He's kind of doing this bit by bit. And frankly, I think that's the right thing to do, that, okay, here's an area I need to target. I'm concentrating in this area. Boom. Done. Here's another area I'm concentrating on. Boom. So that's why I think it's possible. And by the way, I just got an answer to your question. Uh, the camera angles were changed before last season to show more of the rowdy reptiles instead of the empty seats when the boosters go to the amenities area. Okay. Okay. I just like the other way, you know, because you see the coaches coaching and the reaction from the bench when there's a good play, you know. But it is what it is. All okay, right. Steve. Thank you, sir. Yep. Greg, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. You kind of stole my thunder, but that's why I wanted to call. We would call your very show for the same reason and say they just revamped the O-Dome. They stripped it down to literally just to the gold concrete structure. And we were like, why can't they show the rowdy reptiles? And everybody called in saying, we want to show that to kind of give you that Duke feel in the O-Dome. And God bless those reptiles 
rowdy reptiles. I, I, I literally, I just, it, it warms my heart every time they show them on TV. But that was the exact reason, Steve. It's because it was boring watching the bench, and half of the big dogs that sat behind the gator bench didn't ever sit in the seat, so it looked empty. So they, you guys at, U, at UF actually did the right thing, and it probably had to cost some coin to switch that camera base angle so they could show the rowdy reptiles. And I just wanted to call when, when you asked that question, even though uh, you got it and you just said it before I called. But that was the reason. So we could see the reptiles, and I love it that way. And occasionally they still showed the bench, but I think they did it the right way now. And that's all I had to say, and I hope Florida can pull off a win and at Ole Miss and go Gators. All right. Thank you, Greg. See, and again, beauty is in the eye of the beholder here, Right. I think younger fans like seeing the reptiles do their thing. And I think older fans don't care what the reptiles do, and they're more focused on the bench or a player or whatever. And, you know, it Sly and the Family Stone had it right. Different strokes for different folks. By the way, my interview with Jenny Rowland is a taped interview. Uh, that's going to come your way at the bottom of the hour. And you can see it tonight at TV20 at 6 o'clock. So be watching for that, and you'll hear Jenny at about 1.30. Right now it's 1.15. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Chronic pain can be very bossy. What do I mean? It tells you what you can or can't do. Sometimes it even has the audacity to keep you from working. I missed almost three weeks of work, and I was no longer able to play tennis. The pain was really debilitating sometimes. I missed Thanksgivings. Abby was ready to put the bossy bad back in her past. And that's when she discovered QC Kinetics and their non-surgical treatments for pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine with tens of thousands of satisfied patients, people who have experienced real lasting relief without drugs and without surgery. It has just been the most life-changing, amazing experience. Not only life-changing, but career-saving. I get to continue to do the career that I love. I'm playing tennis again. Stop letting that joint pain boss you around. Start with a free consultation at QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I first heard of Exceptional Dentistry through family. Our dentist had retired, and we were looking for a new dentist. And I valued everybody's input from the family. And so they said that it was professional, well done, friendly staff. Uh, They were just so impressed. I would like people to know about exceptional dentistry, that you can trust them implicitly to do the best job ever. It's not your worry. Put the worry in their hands and then you'll have great outcome. Let them do their thing. It's a great spot. We recommend them to everybody. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. 
Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Steven says, saw where Mike Vrabel got fired. He was a 2021 NFL Coach of the Year. You say many times, it's what you've done for me lately. It is. That, the only people who I think get a pass in that is somebody like a Belichick. You know, who's got, who's done, you know, what he's done. But if you were a Coach of the Year one year, you know, sort of a flash in the pan, and it's three years removed from that, and the Titans were, what, 6-11, and 11, I think? Uh, that means nothing. It means nothing. It's what have you done today. Uh, Andrew says, Aberdeen doesn't play a lot, but Golden seems to use him in pivotal minutes. What does he provide that he's in at the end? Press D, three shooting, free throws, etc. Curious, want to see him more yeah he doesn't play uh a lot of minutes um and it's funny when he plays and i'm going to try to go back to um the game uh the other day and the box score because i don't think he played a great deal of minutes um he played six or six and a half okay took one shot so obviously the answer to that question is he's not, you know, going to be in there to, you know, load it up, right? Um, pretty good defender, and I think sometimes just a guy off the bench who will spell uh, another player. But in certain situations at the end of the game, is he a better defender than somebody is? You know that sort of thing. I think he's that kind of player. He's a role player, but does a pretty good job at it. Uh, Bernard, hello. Hey, Steve, I think played out like I thought it was going into. I thought Michigan, I, I watched them play uh, two games this year, Ohio State and Penn State, and I'm going to be honest with you, they really got out there on the defensive end, and I think the coordinator came over from the Baltimore Ravens. Steve, I didn't watch, I, I so watch so much sports that when the Gators not playing, I really try to back away from I'm curious the Michigan roster, is that an older uh, roster? When I mean, like, I like to see how many years guys have been out of high school, like Red Shirt Junior, because in addition to the controlling line, see, that's a mentally tough and physically tough team. I think they played six games this year, which they won all without their head coach, and for them to go on the road and beat a, 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 a good Penn State, Penn State got out the defense, although they they are offensively challenged. It says something about their tough mentality. Even I, you, you mentioned earlier, I think that 
I don't know whether it's true and a lot of people believe it or not that there's a lot of money flying around in college football, that a, a lot of cheating. So I think sometimes when what happens with Jim Harbaugh of Michigan, people can't have a tendency just to, to look the other way. You know, me personally, I'm glad. I'm just glad uh, Georgia didn't win another championship. But I, you know, I think a lot of people think Steve that they don't, uh, that they don't, they only play football south of the Mason-Dixon line. But I, I tell you, when I saw Michigan, I was impressed with that defense. When I saw them against Penn, man, they, they get out there, Steve. And we need to bring some of that stuff to Gainesville, Steve. You have a great day, okay? Okay. Yep. Thank you. I, I don't. I'm not familiar with Michigan's roster um, as I would be, you know, an SEC roster. But uh, the place that I'm most impressed with them is in the offensive and defensive lines. They're really, really good there, and because of the style of play that you know Michigan employs, you got to be good in the trenches, and they are um, really good. And now the question becomes. Um, Will Harbaugh stay? Speaking of that, there are published reports um, that Kirby Smart is now more willing to listen to an offer that the Atlanta Falcons might make. And that would make sense to me. Here, Here's... Maybe we'll discuss this tomorrow. If you were, to, if I were to say to you, here's the reason why he leaves. A, you don't have to deal with all the nonsense of the transfer portal, you know, just coaching year-round, which is what you have to do now in college. B, he would make way more money in the NFL than he does in college and coach less of the time. And number three, okay, you know, he's, he's, he, what's he had left to do? His legacy at Georgia is cemented. His legacy as one of the better college coaches is there. So what else do you have? The other side of that coin is I'm a Georgia guy. You know, I played there, I'm a lifer. I don't want to go to the NFL. I want to stay in college. I'll write out the changes that are there. But money talks. And I don't know what the Falcons owner would offer him, but everybody has a price. Let me Don't tell me that's not the case because it is the case. Everybody has a price. We'll see. And I think the Falcons would be stupid to not go after him. Now, they got to have a plan B, but do you make a phone call and do you say, here, here's a basket full of money to, go, to, come, to come coach? A lot of coaches, though, that come from college to the pros don't succeed. Again, only three have won both a national championship in college and a Super Bowl. Only three. BB says, championship game kind of like cornflakes and milk. You let it sit too long, it's okay, but just not as good as it could have been, and you're left wishing for something better. 
Yeah, I mean, I think the first half was competitive. And even in the third quarter, it was competitive. But then, you know, Michigan just beat them down. And it's <coughs> – got to apologize for this. I'm just fighting the cold here, and I'm trying to talk a little bit here. So that's why when you guys call, it really helps me because then I don't have to talk as much. Uh, 392-8255, and you can email the show, uh, srussell at wruf.com. By the way, um, tomorrow, Trevor Sycama, one of our Gator grads, will join us from Pro Football Folks to talk a little National Football League, the coaching changes, the playoffs, etc. cetera. Uh, then uh, Max Chadwick will join us Thursday to talk a little college football, and we're working on some other guests as well uh, for the program. Bring John in here real quick. Hi, John. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Okay. <laughs> hey, wouldn't that be you talking about, uh, you know, Coach Smart and all what? <laughs> wouldn't that throw the coaching carousel upside down? If he left for Atlanta and Harbor Hall leaves for the NFL, <laughs> who would they be looking at? Or, you know, who would they be hypothetically looking to replace their two jobs with? Uh, where else would you say, I'm sorry? You say Coach Harbor leaves for the oh, NFL. Oh, Harbor, I'm sorry, Coach yeah, yeah. Oh, God. He leaves. <laughs> Look at the care. I mean, I've, I've been seeing the last, I don't know if it was all jokes aside, for a week or so they've been saying that if he won the national championship, he would leave and that Michigan would go uh, hard after Brian Kelly and try to pluck him from LSU. But, <laughs> I mean, if these two coaches left, you know, what would they do for, for coaches for the next year? Well, think about this. If, if you're going to go – that route, then Brian Kelly would be the logical guy, given his ties there, okay, or to the state, okay. But more on the staff would also be a logical candidate because he coached when Harbaugh couldn't and did a really nice job. So, you know, he's the offensive coordinator. So I think if you want to stay in house, there's the candidate that's proven he can do it. Now, can he can he go recruit? Can he do all those things? I don't know, but obviously as a play caller, he helped Michigan win those games. But if you want a name, if you're looking to make a splash, then you know somebody like a Brian Kelly would certainly fit the bill. Yeah, well, it'd be interesting to see because, like I say, with the NFL, you know that there's you can just coach, not have to worry about all the other things going on. The college football coach has to worry about today. Yeah, but you know there's. I'll tell you this, I understand the thought process, you know, because Steve Spurrier did it, you know, a lot of a lot of people who coach college wonder, could I be successful in the NFL? It's an itch for some people, and, you know, most, I think, choose to try and scratch it, and it's it's met, obviously, with mixed results, but there's no doubt in my mind, John, that coaching now at the college level is much much more demanding than it was 5 years ago i mean you, you when do you when do you stop when do you rest when do you recharge yeah, the batteries uh, you, it, it's hard to do that yeah they they i mean like I say they don't well i mean it, it's a it's a wear and tear on your 12 month out of your job you know that's the thing you wonder if more and more these guys will take a shot at the NFL because, like I say, there is some downtime a little bit. You're not worried about when you're you're coaching. When the season's over, you're not recruiting. You know, you're just kind of preparing for the next year. And I know 
successful NFL coaches are, you know, they used to say uh, Bill Belichick didn't get but about four hours of sleep seven days a week all year long because that's all he does is coach. But but I do see that NFL coaches are starting to get where they've got more time off than, him, than a college coach. All right. Thank you for your call, John. Appreciate it. It's one thirty. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery. Gator Gymnastics coach Jenny Rowland will join us in a pre-taped interview next. They open their season this Friday with a quad meet in the O'Connell Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. A new year comes with new hope, new optimism. It's time to start fresh and look ahead. At International Diamond Center, we're excited to be a part of your special moments in the new year. We've expanded our selection for 2024. Our diamond inventory has never been better. All sizes, all shapes. Real, natural, precious diamonds at the best direct importer prices. And it doesn't stop there. We're showcasing all the new styles and trends in engagement rings and fashion jewelry. Inspired and created by the world's premier designers. No one has more fashion-forward jewelry than IDC. Plus, our Swiss watch collection is mind-blowing with a fabulous selection of pristine pre-owned Rolex watches. So as you look ahead and plan for a new year, remember International Diamond Center. Locally owned, internationally connected with a staff of non-commissioned experts who will guide you every step of the way. Welcome to 2024. Let IDC help you celebrate what matters most in the new year. Your love. International Diamond Center in Celebration Point. Remember back when you learned how to ride a bike? You needed courage, determination, and some band-aids for those bumps and bruises. But when it was all said and done, what you really needed was balance. At Radiant Credit Union, we're paving the path for your financial future with our balance transfer offer. Right now, you can transfer your high-interest credit card debt to our Radiant Visa credit card with a super low intro rate, plus no balance transfer fee or annual fee. Visit RadiantCU.org slash balance and start saving today. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, you've put it off long enough, and it's time to replace that car. But let me make this easy. Visit Select Motor Car of Gainesville. Their selection of quality, like-new cars, trucks, and SUVs is awesome. And on-site credit union financing makes the deals even sweeter. Select now has a full-service auto center, which means additional savings and no-hassle repairs for you. Shop online, then go take a test drive. For the easiest car you'll ever buy, it's time to select SelectMotorCar.us. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A tornado watch is in effect for north central Florida until 6 o'clock tonight. A squall line of strong thunderstorms is tracking toward our area and it could produce damaging straight line winds between 60 and 80 miles an hour and a few tornado spin-ups as well. This squall line will move from northwest to southeast through north central Florida during the later part of the afternoon and into the evening. Conditions settling down from northwest to southeast tonight. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. The Gators are here. Drive and kick in the corner. Three. Richard. Good, good, good. Got it to beat the buzzer. Sinks, catches, pump fake, shoots, banked it in and one. This is Gator Country. Throws out wing left. Kugel for three from the sideline. Good. Deep three is splashed home. This is Florida basketball. Chop this one up for the Gators. On the Gators Sports Network. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Coming in February, Florida Gator Baseball, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, 
More Sports Scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. The Gator Gymnastics season begins January 12th, and here to talk to us about it is the Gator coach, Jenny Rowland. Jenny, welcome. Always a pleasure to do this. Um, Every year is a little bit different. The first thing that strikes me about this team is its youth. Six freshmen, only one other time in school history have six freshmen ever competed in a meet. Could that happen this year? Most definitely. Our six freshmen are definitely going to make a big splash this year. Tell us about some of them and, and what they bring to the program. We have uh, young women from all over the country um, bringing a lot of experience, um, a lot of youthfulness, a lot of joy, uh, which has really uh, rejuvenated this team uh, this year. It's been a lot of fun. Um, they're, they're very uh, charismatic, uh, very passionate about the Gators, um, and yet I would say you may see them a little bit more serious looking on the floor um, learning to be able to enjoy what they're doing um, the the talents that they've been given um, is still we're still trying to pull that out from them but um, you know with six of them together really um, it's it's going to be a really exciting season Gator fans got to enjoy Trinity Thomas now a new role with the team. How has that worked out? How is she adjusting to that? Most definitely. No, Trinity, it's been, it's been pure joy having her in the gym. Um, she just brings um, a lot of wisdom um, and the majority of the team can lean on her and continue to lean on her just as they did before in a little bit different role. Um, her, her voice, her, um, you know, any, any guidance, any wisdom that she brings, um, the girls already have a really strong connection with her, so that um, is, is really easy for them to um, understand, relate, and know that it's coming from the heart. Um, you open with a quad meet, so I, I guess the question, I think I've never asked you this, how do you develop your schedule? What goes into making that schedule for you? Um, well, our quad meet was a little unexpected, and yet there's so many teams across the country that want to come to Florida uh, in the wintertime. Um, so uh, there was an opportunity that presented itself where um, we could have multiple teams. Um, so we have FIS coming, we have uh, Talladega coming, and we have uh, GWU coming. And uh, Talladega, I believe this will be their first gymnastics competition. It is a brand new program. Um, this is Fisk's second year um, in a, with a gymnastics program. So um, really excited to welcome them to Florida and uh, be able to compete in front of uh, the best fans in the country. You have come, obviously, very close to winning a national title the last couple of years, and that's always the goal with this program. How do you flush that? Does it help just having a new group here? And, and where is the focus now after these last couple of years? Uh, really, there's, there's a reset at the end of each season, and, and you've got to take your step forward and you've got to move on. Um, take the team that you have this upcoming year. You have the same athletes, the same young women, but um, they are stronger. They've grown. Their leadership roles are a little bit different. So molding them into being the best they can that year. Um, and really continuing on the journey um, that we 
know and um, you know recognize on a daily basis it's something that we're really uh, mindful present intentional of doing the very best that we can on a daily basis in order to be able to fulfill our, our goals for that year you know when you go to a Gator gymnastics meet first of all the, the quality is excellent of, of your athletes but you, you draw great crowds the crowds love watching your kids perform how much does do those crowds help your kids do what they do? The, the crowds are really are more helpful than I believe they think they are. Me too. Back to the freshman. When you recruit an athlete, what are some of the things that you look for as they try to come to the University of Florida? Really, we first of all look at the overall talent. Um, we try to look at a well-rounded athlete. Um, you know, on all four events. Um, the love of gymnastics is really important to um, our staff as well. Um, they're going to be doing it for four more years, and if you love what you do, it's definitely going to show. Every team kind of has a personality, a character. Has this team developed that yet? Um, I still believe that they're still trying to figure out the identity of this team. Uh, I would definitely say that this team is much more quieter than teams in the past. Um, with six freshmen, it's not natural, it's not normal for them to be cheering, you know, uh, with their whole bellies, you know, <laughs> for each other, you know, yeah. across, across the floor. But um, at the same time, the connection that these young women have made with each other um, is really true, pure, real. Um, and it's been fun to see them develop that relationship with each other. Um, but overall, I just say they're a little bit more quiet. Um, some of them are serious and understanding that it's great to be serious and also be able to enjoy what they're doing as well as finding that balance. Last thing, uh, we've done this uh, for a while now and I've gotten to know you and of course fans have gotten to know you and see how you coach and how you interact with, your, with the fans and with your, your athletes. Have you changed much from when you first became a head coach to now? Can you discuss that a little bit in terms of changing some things you do? Has anything changed along those lines? Oh gosh. If I haven't changed, um, then I feel like I'm, I'm not doing something right. I have to continue to grow, develop, evolve, and I'm definitely not the same person that I was um, eight years ago. Um, going into my ninth season, really, um, every young woman who has been through those doors has taught me a lesson, has helped me grow into the person that I am, has helped me grow into the coach, how I do things. Um, I will say my why still stands strong. You know, why I do what I do, I love what I do. Um, that, you know, will evolve a little bit, but the core foundation will always be there. Yet, these young women have such an impact on my life. Um, they have helped me grow into the person that I am today. Jenny, this is an Olympic year, and with the Leanne Wongs of the world, does this make Gator Gymnastics different, this being an Olympic year? Uh, it most definitely does. Um, Leanne's carving a new path uh, for herself, um, for the Gators, for Team USA, uh, being able to do both NCAA and wanting to continue to train for her ultimate goal this summer, uh, Paris 2024. So um, it's going to be a little bit different this, uh, this season for her. Um, we're going to be taking it week by week. Um, having a lot of communication with each other, figuring out what's best for her, but also allowing her to compete some of those skills that she wants to be competing this summer. 
um, during the NCAA season. So not necessarily they're not needed for our uh, routine construction, but yet uh, it will help her build a lot more confidence, build a solid foundation for her to be able to ease into those uh, elite routines a lot, ease, uh, a lot better for the summer. So really, um, we could take some lumps, you know, a little bit here and there uh, this season. And at the same time, uh, we're committed to helping her uh, achieve all the goals that she wants to achieve. And um, at the same time, you know, be her best for her. She wants to do what's best for UF and uh, for herself following. January 12th, that's when the Gators open up their new season in the O'Connell Center with a quad meet. Our pleasure to talk with the Gator Gymnastics coach, Jenny Rowland. Jenny, thank you. Thank you so much. Go Gators. That is Jenny Rowland. And again, you can see that interview tonight uh, on TV20 uh, in their 6 o'clock uh, newscast uh, with Jake doing the sports. You'll see that. Uh, it'll be a multi-part interview, but the first part of that airs tonight at 6. Uh, okay, uh, we will take your questions, calls, and comments for one final segment, 392-8255. Wow. I just... Uh, It's tough when you have <clears throat> post-nasal drip and trying to do a radio show. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Stay with us. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low cost airlines. 802 341 4542. 802 341 4542. 802 341 4542. That's 802-341-4542. Hey, Bill. Is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warranted work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for the needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. 
That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Coach Steve Spurrier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back for one final segment, 392-8255. Email uh, srussell at wruf.com tomorrow. We'll talk a little NFL, uh, and Thursday we'll talk some college football. Uh, and then, of course, later in the week we'll get your reaction to Florida and Ole Miss. The Gator women trying for their first win in the SEC will be at Tennessee. And, boy, there's a lot of pressure uh, going on at Tennessee uh, with the proud legacy of Pat Summit. Uh, and, again, it goes back to what I have said to you for a really long time. I understand if you're a women's basketball fan at Tennessee, you're thinking, what's happened? Well, there's only so many Pat Summits that come down the pike. You you cannot expect to keep up with that. Because, again, it demeans Pat Summit. It means that any schmo can walk in there and do what she did, and that's just not the case. But they hired uh, a former Tennessee player there, and she struggled. And if you, again, look at the proud history of that program, which she was part of, um, you know, it was tough. But it's getting a little bit better. But they played a brutal non-conference schedule they they played a really difficult schedule and they really took their lumps early um so you know we'll just see what happens but florida goes there uh on thursday trying for their first sec win and uh it's going to be florida tennessee on uh I think Tennessee is 2-0 and in the league, I think. I think they beat Auburn. I think they beat Kentucky, I think. Uh, but somebody can correct me with that. Uh, I got an email, and I've been trying to stall because I don't know the answer to the question. Um, I emailed a couple of people. Larry says, um, he sent an email to Scott Strickland, but never got a reply, and he missed Scott when he was here yesterday. He says, before they remodeled the O-Dome, there were a lot of basketball banners hanging showing all the years we were in the NCAA tournament or NIT, but after it was finished, they only left four. Wondering what happened to all the other banners and why they were never rehung. Anybody knows the answer to that? Um, let me know, because I don't know the answer to that. You know what's funny? 
I guess sometimes I'm so focused on what I do, like when I go to a game, that I don't notice stuff like that. I'm I'm looking at the court. I'm wondering who's doing what. I don't look around. You know, have the camera angles changed? Have you? I don't. I guess I just don't notice that. I'm not sure if that's a good or bad trait, um, but I don't know. Um, all right, we got ten minutes here, and I literally have two emails left. So I'm hoping um, we can get a call or two before. We say goodbye today. Um, here, just like that, you ask and you shall receive uh, is an email. Uh, Paul says, if, if, if Kirby Smart leaves Georgia, who would they go after? Well, my friend Bill texted me this. I think he's spot on. Dan Lanning. Georgia ties. Now, he's got a really good gig at Oregon. Let, let's face it, they do, or he does. But that would be a phone call I would make without question. Um, now, the other thing that I think is interesting, back to Jim Harbaugh. He was asked, and should have been asked, um, he said the season, quote, couldn't have gone better, unquote, despite the three-game suspension. He said, quote, it went exactly how we wanted it to go to win every game. The off-field issues were innocent, were innocent, and we stood strong and tall because we knew we were innocent. And I'd like to point that out. These guys are innocent. Overcome that. It wasn't that hard because we knew we were innocent. And I guess until somebody proves that they're not, then they keep this championship. And he will undoubtedly now go down in Bo Schembechler lore, in Lloyd Carr lore because he won a national title and got to give him credit for that all right let's go back to our <clears throat> phones here chris welcome steve be glad to have you back hopefully you uh get better with what you're dealing with yeah uh, me quick too question pain here. in the neck yeah a uh, quick quick question here um does sullivan come in as preseason number one or or and if he doesn't what does he rank this year any idea yeah, uh, they, I mean, again, there's 2,000 polls that come out. The one I just saw, Florida was number four. Number four. And um, how, do you, how did he – I know he got that one kid. How else did he fare in the transfer portal? Okay. I mean, he's never going to build his team around the transfer portal. That, that, that's just not what he does. He believes in high school recruiting and developing talent. But, you know, obviously, if there's a guy that you can get in the portal to meet a specific need, he goes after that. So that's that's always been his philosophy. I don't think that's going to change. Neither do I. Well, hopefully they have a good season. Steve, take care. Get well, man. Have a good one. Okay. Thank you for your call, Chris. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. 
it is pretty interesting to me um, that the schedule, um, the Johnnies come here. Frank Viola played for St. John's. Remember that back in the day? Um, and then uh, North Florida, and it just won't be the same without Tim Parenton. Uh, just TP, it's just so hard to believe that he's not with us uh, anymore. Uh, just sad for that. Uh, Columbia, uh, Florida does play a lot of in-state schools again. North Florida, Stetson, Bethune-Cookman. We go to Miami uh, the first weekend in March. Uh, FAU, UCF on the schedule. FSU, of course, JU. So Florida A&M, I think, is also on the schedule, if I'm correct. So that's good. And and look, uh, USF is also on the schedule late, I think. And I love that. I, I as a baseball fan, want to see some other schools from around the state. Now, look, I have no idea at this point, a month before the season starts or whatever it is, uh, how good St. John's is or how good Columbia is. I, I, I don't know how good St. Mary's is. But, you know, the schedule is tough enough. I don't think Kevin O'Sullivan has to apologize for playing schools like that. Vanderbilt usually plays a ridiculous non-conference schedule. They go to tournaments. You know, they really – and look, they've won national championships. So it's hard to argue with what you know, what their approach is. But uh, whew, sometimes you can it can get a little overwhelming um, – you know, when you go ahead and, and try and do that. But it's going to be fun uh, to watch, you know, this, this baseball team grow, hopefully, from what happened a year ago. Uh, it'll be pretty interesting to see. Uh, and, look, Florida had some people leave the program. Um, but is it something that's going to, you know, prevent them from going forward? I don't think so. But if you look at the polls – uh, the SEC, again, uh, certainly well represented. Um, okay, final two emails here. Uh, Billy, great question here. Says, uh, if you had to rate Tim, oh God, I, I, I can always, I'll tell you the answer already. I can't. Because he's basically saying, who's the better coach, Tim Walton or Kevin O'Sullivan? Stop it. I'm not going there. They're both really good, and their records and their resumes speak to themselves, or speak for themselves. That's just how that is. So you're not going to get me to go there. Because, I mean, they're, they're, they both have think – of the, think of their resumes. They're very, very similar. Both have done well. Both continue to do well. Now, did, did baseball get further a year ago than softball did? Softball had a little down streak because they didn't have a dominant arm. And the hope is this year with the incoming recruits, that dominant arm for softball will reappear. And I think that's going uh, to happen. So <coughs> we'll do that from there. All right, tomorrow, I uh, just got this confirmation. It looks like Kelly Ray Finley 
is going to join us tomorrow to talk Florida women's basketball. So that's good. Haven't had her on in a while. Looking forward to talking to her. Uh, again, they go for their first SEC win at Tennessee uh, on Thursday. The Gator men, of course, playing uh, tomorrow. Today, our thanks to Gator Gymnastics coach Jenny Rowland. Don't forget, they open their season Friday in the O'Connell Center. And you heard yesterday, by the way, if you didn't hear it, go back and listen to the interview with Scott Strickland because gymnastics will have a different look in terms of the fan and where the events are uh, competed. For example, floor exercise will move to a different part of the arena. So that's going to be something new and maybe take a little while to get used to. Anyway, thanks to Jenny for being here. Also to Mike DiRocco covering the Jags for ESPN uh, and to Mark Dukes who talked Ole Miss men's basketball. Thanks to Thomas for producing the show. We thank you for listening. Folks, stay safe. With this weather, take it seriously. Uh, if you hear a warning, heed it, because it looks like this could be some 